You know, it's really easy to forget one of the key reasons why Bitcoin was invented. And it's because central banks and government treasuries are corrupt, centralized systems of power that are subject to all of the pressure of gangsters, banksters. And that's why it's really important to keep coming up with new systems that fight back, you know, that resist that corruption, that resist that centralization. And that's why I'm going to talk a little about the Dash Treasury, independent system of funding. Let's get into it. Welcome to Cryptonomics principles of cryptocurrency and investing. So after I did those videos talking about Dash in Venezuela and Dash text and how Dash is helping address the problems of hyperinflation, a few people had some questions about the Dash treasury and how it operates. So I want to get into that. First, an important message from our sponsors. This episode of Cryptonomics is brought to you by hospitality. You know, when someone lets you into their home, it is a kind of sacred space because for a lot of people, the home is really the only place where they're free to be themselves. Receiving hospitality is beautiful. Giving hospitality is beautiful. So I'm definitely grateful for all the people who have given me hospitality over the last few months. I thank you for sharing this video with your friends and family so they can enjoy the glory that is cryptonomics. Now let's talk about the problems with the funding systems in cryptocurrency in general. Bitcoin and, and cryptocurrencies based on it pose this huge threat to banks, central banks, government systems, tax offices, and even the idea of a state itself. And that means that Bitcoin is going to be constantly under threat. When you hold a monopoly or an oligopoly, the tendency is to want to shut down the competition. So when something like Bitcoin arises out of the ether or the primordial soup of the internet, of course, these big bankers are going to find ways to try to shut it down. So they start by discrediting it. We at MasterCard are not completely comfortable with the idea of cryptocurrencies. They also start by infiltrating it. Because when a system like Bitcoin with a distributed ledger, decentralized power comes along, it's very difficult to attack it directly like on a protocol or software level. The easier way to attack it is the real software. Go after the brains of the people who run it, the developers and the supporters, the people on Reddit even. Well, when you want to take control of a system, especially when you have a system that doesn't have very good solid funding. The easy way to do it is to move in and say, hey, uh, so we noticed that you don't have a lot of money here. How about we give you a couple million dollars? And then later on in the months that follow, you say, hey, uh, why don't you make uh, a few changes to the code that benefit us? And eventually you end up with a technology which isn't disruptive at all, or you end up with this much watered down version of the technology. So as Bitcoin Core doesn't have any funding from within the system, that means that this angle, this, this attack vector of providing money 
is always a threat. Many ICOs don't have that problem exactly because they can raise money at the beginning of the project, but then of course they can run out of money. And there's also the problem of accountability because all these ICOs, generally, they get their money all at once in a lump sum, and that kind of incentivizes scams. So let's talk about how a system of independent funding like the Dash Treasury can help address this possible attack vector. So with Bitcoin, it gets funding from outside sources. With ICOs, it gets it from speculators. With Dash, it has a system of ongoing funding and it comes from the Dash treasury. So with a lot of cryptocurrency projects, you have 100% of the new funds generated or the new coins emitted going to either the miners or the stakers who play an important role in maintaining the network. But with Dash, it's a bit different. So you have 45% going to the miners, 45% to the masternode holders, and 10% to a treasury. The masternode holders do many important things within the Dash economy. One of the things that they do is the holders vote on how the funds from the treasury should be allocated. So these people are invested in the system. Generally, they want it to improve and to succeed, and they decide how the money is distributed. The way a proposal generally works, if you want to get funding, you go onto Dash Discord and you start throwing around ideas and ask people if they're interested in that. And then you can post a pre-proposal on the Dash forum. And then eventually you post the proposal on Dash Central after you've worked out a few of the bugs. The proposals are recorded on the blockchain. So they have a public record of who's asking for funds. The Dash Treasury started out as a way to fund the dev team, but it's branched out from there and now it funds all kinds of things like advertising, setting up billboards in Venezuela, media teams like Dash Force News, sponsoring athletes like Rory McDonald, the MMA fighter. And as I've mentioned previously, it funds things in Venezuela like the conferences every month in Caracas and the call senders so people can call up and get help setting up their first wallet if they don't know how to use Dash, if they've never used cryptocurrency before. This basically means cryptocurrency is not for nerds anymore because you can call up someone and have someone holding your hand and guiding you through the process and also Dash Text, which is a system used in Venezuela so people can use a feature phone, send Dash over SMS, which means that 60% of people in Venezuela that don't have access to smartphones can now use cryptocurrency. With a lot of the coins in the cryptocurrency market, you get a bubble, the price goes up, way up in many cases, like 20 times or something crazy, and then it comes back down and the bear market begins and these coins don't really have much to show for it. But with Dash, the price goes up, they spend the money on advertising and new projects, building this infrastructure to create economy around Dash. And when the price goes back down, the network is richer because of it. Now, part of the dream of cryptocurrency is creating an alternative to banks so people don't have to use this corrupt outdated traditional system where the power is very centralized and small committees of powerful people decide how money is going to be allocated and just make it rain to their friends there but of course to do that 
to create that kind of system, it has to be able to resist or withstand the pressure of all those hundreds of years of banking power because they are going to try to take this thing down. There's no question about it. When you get power, it's addictive. Powerful people want to stay in power. And that's why innovations like the Dash Treasury are important. And it's no surprise that other projects have adopted it as well. Even Bitcoin Cash is considering a masternode and treasury system like this. The more innovations like this that make the crypto economy more autonomous, the more likely they are to topple the banks, make them obsolete, put them in their place. And that, I think you'll agree, is 100% pretty cool. He's half mermaid, half Shaquille O'Neal, and 100% pretty cool. Whoa! Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing this video with your friends, sharing it on Facebook and Tumblr and Minds, and re-steaming it, retweeting it to all your friends there. Every time you share this video, an ICO gets its wings. Stay cool and stay grateful. Thank you.